0: All right, hey, what's going on, everybody? <clears throat> I'm back with another JitsCats. It's been a little while. Uh, if you're watching this on the video, hopefully you won't get any more uh, lens flare. I put on a, a lens hood, finally, on this recording device. So uh, I kept forgetting. So hopefully now you won't get any more lens flare. You probably will, because you know the sun is the sun. So uh, not a whole lot I can do about that, except to close this uh, moon roof, and then put on the lens hood. So, uh, this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about nutrition, which has been kind of a big deal to me lately. I think I just totally ran the red light. That was awesome. It was right behind the sheriff, too. (laughs) Maybe he got caught. Um, Anyway, I want to talk about nutrition on this episode a little bit, because it's something that I've really been, uh, I guess, paying attention more to in the past couple of months, and I've been really seeing uh, pretty good results of just paying attention to my nutrition and and, you know, making sure to fuel my body with, you know, decent ingredients. I think one of the things, I mean, if you're doing jiu-jitsu, I think the first, the most important thing is just get into the gym, right? Like if, if you've never done jiu-jitsu, just, you know, find a gym, try it out. You don't have to be in, you know, super athlete shape to start doing jiu-jitsu. I think jiu-jitsu uh, will properly motivate you to get in a better shape anyway because uh, something about trying to fight somebody off and trying to kill you will motivate you to... Uh, up your performance anyway. So I wouldn't necessarily worry about, you know, starting jiu-jitsu and being out of shape. I mean, that, that will come. When I started doing jiu-jitsu uh, four years ago, I uh, I was coming off of a pretty serious medical issue, and I was really out of shape. It wasn't the worst shape of my life, but I was not in good shape. Uh, but after I started doing jiu-jitsu, uh, it really sparked my... Uh, passion to really get back into, into better shape, uh, drop some weight, and just, uh, yeah, basically be a better athlete, get back into athlete performance. You know, I think a, a lot of people, they think they can't be an athlete, but but you really can. I mean, pretty much anybody can be an athlete unless there's some, you know, serious medical issue. Um, you should be able to get back in shape and be what I would consider to be an athlete. So, uh and I think part of that, you know, once you start working out and, and getting into things, I think you need to take a, a big look at, you know, what you're putting into your body. Because if you look at it like, like a car, you wouldn't take, you know, a Lamborghini and then put in some shitty gasoline, would you? I mean, you put you had to put in some high octane gas to get the performance that you want out of that, out of that vehicle. And I, I think the same thing can be can be applied to people. I mean, you can't. I mean, unless you're, when you're young, you can get away with it a little bit more. But you you would still be better served with, you know fueling your body with, with better nutrition. Um, but yeah, when you're younger, you can obviously get away with that a little bit more, but especially as you get older, things don't you know digest as well and things just aren't working as well. I think nutrition is, is probably one of the easiest ways for you to, to feel younger again and, and get the performance that you wanted that you, were, that you had when you were younger. So for me, that really meant, uh, you know, for me, the, the best thing I found was uh, ke- the ketogenic diet, which talk about all, I'll talk about all the time, And intermittent fasting Uh, and I think no matter what sort of diet you're going to use I I would suggest just like stick to it for at least three months before considering something else and when I say diet look everybody's on a diet Uh, I think for a long time diets have really been kind of a dirty word even to me like I didn't really consider you know I don't like calling them diets because they're kind of like a they're a bad word nowadays but everybody's on a diet like if you're eating you know you're on a diet it could be a shitty diet but it's a diet you know it, that's that's your diet is what you normally eat and, and intake into your body that's that's a diet you know so i think you know having a cleaner diet would be, is beneficial in many ways um you know for me doing keto has been great but i think a lot of people even if you're just going on you know eating clean what people call quote-unquote eating clean which is to me i consider that being you know cutting out uh refined sugars out of your diet cutting out um, well refined sugar that's a big one Uh, trying to eat organically even though I don't find that that's necessarily needed for a lot of people at least for me I didn't really even though I do eat organic foods uh, I think the whole organic thing is mainly just a a marketing ploy because if you actually do the research on what organic means especially when it comes to like vegetables and fruits and vegetables um, they're still using pesticides on those things and they they can even be man-made chemicals it's just a restriction on what kind of man-made chemicals they can use but they're still using them you know don't don't get it twisted they're still using pesticides on your food the only way you got to know that your food has no it's pesticide free is if you grow it yourself so and I, I haven't seen any real studies that that show up any sort of performance advantage over eating organic foods or not uh for me the only reason why i choose to eat organic is because i think it lowers the likelihood that my food's been fucked with <laughs> you know what i mean that's that's probably it but it's not a guarantee like i, I know it's not a guarantee at all because um, like i said you can still have pesticide pesticides on those fruits and vegetables. Um, I like to eat um, cage-free, you know, eggs, and I like to eat uh, grass-fed beef when possible. And same thing with cage-free uh, birds, you know, when I eat chicken, uh, it's the same deal. The main reason why I prefer that is because I think it's fucked up to have an animal, you know, pretty much in a artificial environment its whole life, like cooped up and shit like that, and then you kill it for food. I mean, if we're going to Eat animals. We can at least have the dignity to at least let the animal live as naturally as possible as it can, you know, while it's alive. You know, I I think that's a proper way to to show respect to the animal. I mean, it's it's going to die for our our benefit anyway, so why not while it's alive? I understand that economically it might not be possible um, for for maybe some you know sorts of you know animals, but I'm. Convince more and more that I think it is possible, because, I, you know, if you go on a flight, any flight anywhere in the United States, you fly over vast sums of uh, land that's not being used by fucking anything. So, I think, I mean, we should take another look at how we're actually raising these animals, and the whole thing, oh, we don't have enough land to, you know, raise, uh, you know, pasture-raised cows and stuff like that. Well, I kind of disagree, (laughs) but that's just, you know, my opinion. It doesn't mean it's a fact, so. Um, But, yeah, I think uh, if, if you are somebody who works out and is constantly sore, uh, I think that is probably one really good indication that your diet might be kind of poor, to be honest. I mean, because it happens to me. I notice even when I come in and out of ketosis, when uh, especially when I start drinking again, uh, if I start drinking too much, uh, I'll notice that my joints will start hurting, to be honest. Like, they'll, they'll be a little... Especially my elbows now. My elbows are getting a little... I don't, I don't want to say arthritic, but... Um, I can definitely feel there's like pain when I like flex, like right there, that my joints hurt a little bit when I just when I flex a little bit. Like I can feel like almost like a burning sensation in my elbows. And uh, I have to really, for me to get rid of that, I have to work out, you know, to get rid of that, you know, that pain first before I start, you know, doing something more vigorous. Um, And I think that's coming with age and it's coming with me kind of fucking with my diet a little bit when I when I decide to to add in alcohol or um, have a cheat meal or something like that I definitely feel the difference um, the next day also another thing that you might want to pay attention to is bloat Um, most people actually don't understand that they're uh, bloated um, because most of their life they've been in some sort of bloated situation and that really comes from you know eating foods that aren't uh, compatible with your body type for some people that's gluten for some people that's you know just having an excess of carbs some people that's drinking too much beer you know it's it's whatever but uh, I think if you start cutting things out of your diet and you notice how much how much less you feel bloated um, that's a pretty good indicator that you know your diet is fucked up and I think that if you Think that your diet is messed up just start removing things out of your diet um if you can start re- removing i think the first thing you should remove is is any kind of refined sugar and then from there i would move on to like pastas and grains because those things uh can inflame your, inflame your body as well there's been numerous studies out on that about how you know the the balance between omega-3s and omega-6s and the way that just having too many carbohydrates uh, in your body leads to bloating and inflammation um, and for me, you know, eliminating those out of my diet have definitely reduced my inflammation. Jesus Christ, it's like almost 3 o'clock and there's already a shitload of traffic. God damn, this is fucking brutal. Sometimes living in Cal, sorry to go on a total tangent here, but I'm driving. So uh, living in the Bay Area is brutal sometimes. So I'm just trying to get basically to work today and uh, traffic is already backed up. Uh, and this is like, I'm going reverse commute right now. I'm going, it's 3 o'clock and I'm going southbound on the 880 right now and there's already traffic. Usually, it's going uh, uh, northbound where I'm at because I'm leaving San Leandro right now. Anyway, sorry. Back to nutrition. Yeah, I mean, definitely try uh, uh, just at least cleaning up your diet. If you if you want to be a good athlete, if you want to have better performance in jiu-jitsu or just anything in general, you know. Um, and just find a diet that works for you, whether it's, you know, a gluten-free diet, a vegan diet, even though I don't necessarily agree with the vegan diet, or a vegetarian diet, or keto, or whatever the fuck, do the research, find what works right for you. And it might be, you know, something that you didn't expect. Like, to be honest, when I started doing keto, I had no consideration to intermittent fasting. It's One just kind of led to another. And then in the past, you know, when I, when I was like bodybuilding, I paid really no attention at all. Well, not no attention to my diet, but I didn't pay as much of attention to my diet um, because I, I, uh, I felt pretty good and to be honest, like I only ate really what my body, what I felt that my body needed. And at the time it was basically just like chicken and apples and shit, it was really weird. Like I had a real craving for like just chicken and uh, eating a lot of apples. And now I don't really have the same needs cause I don't really, uh, I'm not really bodybuilding right now. Like I don't, I don't really lift a lot of weights right now. It's just uh, mainly functional fitness. Like I do a kettlebell routine in the morning. I do about 40 dips in the morning. I'll do uh, some sort of leg routine like real quick. I'm, um, like, using a steel mace uh, to work out my shoulders, like, loosen them up. Same thing with my elbows. Um, I just bought some some dip rings to start doing push-ups and dips with. So, um, But that's, you know, mainly just body weight and, and kettlebells. I don't really feel the need to do, like, bench presses anymore or, like, heavy squats or, you know, deadlifts or anything like that. But that's that's just me. Like, I feel that right now, I'm, you know, I have a decent amount of uh, muscle and strength to my size because right now I'm... You know, last week on Friday, I weighed myself and I was 168 pounds, and I feel that I haven't really lost any real strength since I've, you know, lost all this weight, and it's really been a, a milestone to me because that, you know, me getting down into the 160s meant that I lost over 80 pounds ever since I started, you know, getting back in shape, which is, which is a significant amount of weight to lose for anybody, really, and uh, I'm almost well, not almost half the weight, but yeah, I just, I lost a lot of weight, and I'm, I'm happy that I got there, but, you know, it was really through trial and error, and if you're out there trying to lose some weight, trying out different diets, uh, don't get frustrated if one doesn't work for you right away, um, it might not, it just might not be the right diet for you, just try it and try different diets out there, you know, um, and just don't get, don't try one for like a week and get frustrated and just fucking quit, you know, just, uh, just keep trying, keep hammering at it, uh, On the same, I guess, token, even though I've lost weight and um, I said I kept the same strength, I have kind of had to modify the way that I do jiu-jitsu now because I'm not a heavier guy anymore. Um, I started rolling with some guys that are uh, much larger than me now. uh, And I definitely noticed a difference on being able to, like, move them or use use my weight on them, I guess, (laughs) would be the better way to put it. Um, it's definitely a little harder for me to get out of certain positions but i'm also faster and smaller so i just have to learn how to use um certain te- techniques a little bit better uh, when i was bigger it was much easier for me to you know i guess contend with a bigger guy standing up and, and even on the you know i off my back or on top of them because i could use my weight as an advantage but now because i'm lighter even though i i haven't really lost my strength I'm, I'm still liking the mass that it, that is required to move around somebody so if, you know if i grab somebody and you know we lock up. It's way easier for that for a person that outweighs him by outweighs him by like 50 pounds than it is for me to move him. That's just that's just physics. Like even even though I'm the same strength, it doesn't matter. Like it's gonna be way easier for him to just toss me around than it is gonna be for me to to toss him around. And that's something that I've really had to recognize lately, and I've really had to uh, start looking at adopting kind of a smaller man's jujitsu game. Um, and that's something that I never really considered before when I was when I was heavier even though I know that for generally speaking learning jiu-jitsu from a smaller guy is probably better because there jiu-jitsu is actually designed for the smaller guy to, to you know beat a bigger guy which I think is great and so now I'm starting to use you know a lot more uh, speed to my advantage or I'm trying to anyway I'm starting to shrimp a, a lot faster I'm starting to um, just really learn the way that body mechanics work um, because it was something that I didn't really have to consider, you know, when I was bigger, and now I'm actually starting to use neon belly a little bit more. You know, when I was bigger, I felt like an asshole, to be honest, when I used neon belly on somebody that was my size or smaller, because I just thought it was a dick move. You know, just to me, I didn't mind when somebody did it to me at all. Like I didn't, I didn't mind at all. But I felt when I was doing it that, you know, I'm putting my knee on somebody, and I, you know, I weigh a lot. If you're, like 200 pounds, and you put a on belly on somebody that's like a, you know, 150 pounds. Like that's a lot of fucking weight, man. You know, so I just, I just felt bad about it. But now that I'm like, you know. In the low 170s, high 160s. I don't feel bad about using neon belly at all. At all, and it's you know it's it's pretty effective uh, to use on people because it makes them kind of immediately uh, have to address it. Because even though I'm you know I don't weigh that much, it's still a lot of weight to put on one spot on somebody's body. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, and also I've noticed that you know some some of my flexibility has come back. It's not where I need, want it to be yet, but it's I mean it's coming back. Just the fact that I. That I have less mass around my legs and just the rest of my body, I can I can do triangles a little bit better now. Um, and there's other other certain positions that I can do a little bit better now too, just because my oh I can use my, my full guard is actually better now because I have less mass around my legs and I can easily put my legs around somebody now that I couldn't really do before. So that's that's definitely some cool advantages that I'm, I'm, ha- I'm getting now or actually learning now that I'm a, a lighter guy, and that's been uh, that's been really nice. Uh, what else to talk about? This is not jiu-jitsu related, but uh, something in my personal life. Uh, my daughter just turned one year old. One year... Yeah, one year old. I can't say one years old. That sounds fucking stupid. I almost said it. So she just had her first birthday, and uh, that's been pretty cool. Uh, as many of y'all know, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, I, I adopted a daughter uh, last year. Um, we She's been with us since the day she was born, but... Uh, because the adoption agency closed down, uh, we haven't been able to fully adopt her yet, even though she's in our care. She's been in our care since the day she was born. But on Friday, a couple days from now, uh, we finally get to finalize. So we're gonna go to the courthouse on the 8th of December and finalize our adoption. So I'm gonna be fucking super happy when it's finally all said and done. It's gonna be uh, an enormous weight off of our shoulders to actually uh, not have to worry about the finalization process. Because even though we're pretty safe right now, we're still a little nervous because uh, she isn't, you know, officially adopted by us, which has been bothersome at, at best. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're uh, me and my, and my girlfriend were super excited to, to finally finalize. And, you know, the holidays are here upon us. Uh, Christmas is coming up. Uh, my oldest daughter came over here for... Uh, Thanksgiving was great to see her again Uh, she's 15 and it's totally weird that she's 15 because it's weird to see a a baby grow up to be a a young lady you know it's just it's it's weird and it's awesome you know to see them come from not being able to do anything to now you know she has a job you know she uh, she lives in Michigan with her mom and uh, she has a job like a a legit job she works at a a grocery store that's that's really cool to see her uh, showing some of her independence uh, I'm really, really proud of her. And, and now she's uh, considering learning how to drive, so I think that's cool. It's kind of scary, but it's, it's, it's cool, you know. And uh, in just a couple of years, she's going to be a full-blown adult and uh, living her life. And that's, uh, that's it's strange, but, you know, it's cool. Because, I mean, I guess that's eventually it happens to everybody, right? Well, we all got to grow up, and uh, I look forward to seeing how my youngest daughter... Uh, grows up because she's uh she's kind of quirky already (laughs) even though she's only one she's uh she's kind of quirky so what i mean by quirky um we have this is just one example so we have like this uh enclosed area in the house like her we just call her like her playpen basically it's just like a big enclosed area that she can you know all her toys are in there she can play wherever she wants and uh she always goes to the same quarter corner and stands up and poops. I mean, obviously, she just wears a diaper, but you can tell that she's pooping. But she always goes to the same exact corner and poops in that corner. I have fucking no idea why. It's weird as shit to me that. Uh, well, actually, I can't say it's weird as shit because, uh, you, you know, adults shit in the same place all the time. I shit in the same place in my house uh, every day. So, <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's weird that somebody, that she stands up and poops in the same corner. It's, it's still weird. But yeah, anyway, that was a kind of a weird tangent. Uh, today is my jujitsu day, so back to jujitsu. So I'm uh, I'm super excited. Um, every other Tuesday night, I do jujitsu, and then I also do jujitsu on uh, Thursday mornings, Friday mornings, and Saturday mornings. So, but every other Tuesday, it's really cool because I basically only go into the office on Tuesday because it's closer to the gym that I go to. <laughs> That's to be perfectly honest to me. I don't, I don't I really hate going to the office, but it's literally like a mile away from from where I work. And so I'll go into the office, like, because right now it's, like, 3 o'clock. And I get off work at 6. So I take my lunch, go into the office, and then go to JITS right afterwards because it's closer. Um, and it's cool because on this day I get to do – because I get into the gym usually, like, around 6.15 at night. And so I get to do some no-gi, and then I just go into the next uh, gi class. So I get to do no-gi and gi on the same day. Um, so I, I get to do a nice warm-up with, uh, with no-gi and then go right into the gi class. So I, uh, that's uh, – that's pretty cool. And uh, there's some new techniques that I, that I want to work on uh, here pretty soon. I think I'm, I need to go back into the um, adding in techniques phase um, of, uh, of my game because I think right now I'm pretty pretty good on uh, the, the techniques that I'm currently using, but I need to add in some, some more um, to stay competitive because we, we just have promotions over... Uh, last weekend and I got my fourth stripe as a blue belt so hopefully my next promotion will be to purple and I want to make sure that uh, there is no doubt that I deserve that purple, purple belt so <laughs> I want to add in some extra techniques and uh, start catching people with something new because my game has been uh, pretty consistent on like what I do when I do jiu-jitsu you know I, you know, I have a pretty good half guard game I have a pretty good uh, Kamora game and Shred lock game, but I think I need to add in some more, some more stuff to to catch people by surprise. You know, I'm, I've been using my full guard a little bit more, um, but I'm not attacking good enough off of it. So it's time to time to add in something new. So I don't know, I don't know what's going to be yet, but it's going to be something new. Uh, over the weekend, um, I gotta quit saying, um, keep saying that, but it's hard. Not to say, um, when you have nobody else to talk to and it's just me basically talking to myself. So if that gets kind of annoying, sorry, I try to say it less, but it's just one of those things. You have to remember that normally I'm on a podcast with uh, four other people. So having something to say is pretty easy. And we also have topics on my other podcast where we have a general idea of what we're going to say. When I do the Cast I really don't normally write out what I'm going to say. Sometimes I do. But obviously when I'm driving, I can't, I can't fucking read, so <laughs> it's all basically off the dome, what I'm saying. So, yeah, and now that I said that, I forgot what I was gonna say next. See, that's why I probably should write something down. I could keep something, I guess, on a list off the screen that you wouldn't even know, but now you would know, because I just fucking said it. <sighs> anyway, so I think I'm gonna wrap, wrap it up now. I'm uh, pretty close to work. Um, that's it for this Jitscast. Uh, keep it rolling out there. And uh, yeah, that's it. Peace. Oh, one last thing. Uh, shout out to Mauricio and Brian. They are going to be competing at Fight to Win Pro. Uh, I forget exactly where it's at, but it's Fight to Win Pro, and it's on December eighth. Uh, I can't go unfortunately. Basically, what Fight to Win Pro is, it's kind of like a semi-professional uh, jujitsu competition. So they're like they're basically like super fights. Uh, the whole time, so it's, it's really cool, uh, Brian's a purple belt, and this is going to be the first one of, the first type of, I, I believe, super fight that he's doing, and he's a really good purple belt, he's been a really great um, competitor ever since he's been a fucking white belt, he's been a really good teammate, uh, he helps me with my game, he has always has really good, insightful things to tell me um, about my jiu-jitsu game, how to improve, and shit like that, so um, good luck to you, Brian in your first uh, real big competition like this. I know you've been killing it uh, since you were first been doing jiu-jitsu with uh, normal type IBJJF in local competitions. But uh, to me, this one's like a, a little bit bigger um, because of the way that it's formatted. Um, it's basically focused on one match at a time and everybody's watching him. Uh, so yeah, congratulations on, on getting picked uh, to compete. Um, good luck and also good luck to Mauricio who's also on the same card on the same day. I know we're going to have a lot of people showing love to you guys on that day, and I hope you guys both win. Um, I know you guys both have the skills to win. It's going to be great. And also a shout-out to uh, to Rob, M- M- MMA Rob, who was giving me some pointers on uh, how to improve my game. I think it was last week on some stuff about underhooks, because he knows my game. I'm a half-guard guy, but he kept fucking me up uh, using the same techniques, and I, I knew... What he was doing, but I just couldn't stop it. And he uh, he gave me some really good uh, pointers on uh, on what to do and, and how to counter it. This is one of the reasons why I love uh, the gym that I go to. Is that not only are all of our you know all our teammates uh, really good, is that the upper belts do a really good job of helping out the lower belts. Um, I do the same thing. You know, I tell all the white belts and blue belts. You know. Uh, how, you know, especially if I'm beating them with obvious shit, you know, I I, I let them know exactly like what I'm doing to, to beat them and then then advice on how to counter it. Um, and I'm always welcome to somebody asking me, you know, questions on how I did something. And, you know, I I never tell them, no, I'm not going to tell them. It's it's not a fucking secret. I want them to get better, you know, because if they get better, I get better. And that's one of the reasons why I love going to Koa uh, to Fitness in, uh, in Newark, California. And the one in uh, Mountain View as well, because we there's two different gyms. There's a Koa in Mountain View, and it's the same way. Uh, Diego Herzog is the instructor over there. He's a fucking badass. He um, he competes in MMA just like Mauricio, and he competes at uh, ju- jiu-jitsu competitions as well. He's a great guy. He has a, a, a group of really good... Um, and students as well. Um, I've had one of them on here before, uh, Jasmine Wu, way back in the day. She's a really cool chick. I, I saw her um, during my last competition. I think she got gold at the U.S. Open, but I could be mistaken. So I'm pretty sure she medaled, though. Um, she's really cool. And everybody over there has been really cool. Um, the only reason why I know Jasmine in particular is because she used to train at the one in, uh, at the COA in Newark where, where I trained. So. Um, And every now and again, I I go to the Cohen Mountain View, but it's been a real long time. I need to go back over there because it's always cool to mix up uh, who you're training with. Because uh, after a while, you're going to get to know everybody's ins and outs, all the tricks and stuff like that. And it's always cool to get a a fresh uh, set of people to roll with. So, yeah, that's it. Now I'm into the podcast. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Peace. Thing, yo? Uh-huh.